Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Uh, We always have amazing people on who inspire you and motivate you and help you live your best life, and today is no exception. My guest is Erica Spiegelman. She is an author, recovery, and wellness specialist, and motivational speaker who works with individuals, couples, and families on personal growth and overall wellness. She provides a holistic approach to helping people overcome their struggles with addiction and dependency and gives them tools they need to create a healthy life for themselves. She is the host of the podcast Rewired Radio on Radio MD, and she's the author of The Rewired Life, Creating a Better Life Through Self-Care and Emotional Awareness. And she's also the author of the workbook, The Rewired Life Workbook, and she also has a wonderful website, which is called ericaspiegelman.com, S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N.com. Welcome, Erica. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you for the intro. It's always nice to, to hear about the books from someone else. Yeah, you also have a cookbook. I mean, a coloring book, not a cookbook. A coloring yeah. book. A yeah, coloring so book, an too. adult coloring book. Yep, it's for emotional yeah. awareness. And it discusses all the values that we live by in life. And uh, it helps people kind of process, um, you know, their emotional state of being. So it's, it, it right. was so fun to write. And, and I love it. It's, it. it's been a great piece for my, um, my clients, That's too, great. in terms of therapy. One of the things you write about and you say is that our brains never stop growing, learning, or adapting. And that we do right. have an opportunity to form new neural pathways based on things that we learn and also decisions we make. And those will override the old patterns and bad habits that have really held us back from being happy. Explain that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, habits form from repetitive um, actions, right? So we we form bad habits um, or good habits for that matter, and, you know, in repetitive ways of something we do all the time, something we do every day. And so you can choose, you know, this is where I love, rewiring in terms of in a positive way is we can choose to create healthier habits and with that the pathways in our in our brains will will start to change um you know like in life there there isn't there isn't ever an end there a feeling or an end you know we can always start to change um how we live day to day and it just takes commitment and uh, repetition so, you know, people that are stuck in negative habits like dependency, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, smoking, overeating, gambling, you know, and you think, oh, my gosh, I can never stop this habit. It's so integrated to who I am as a person. That's not true. You know, it's also the, the way that you identify with your habits. You know, if, if you're a smoker, if you smoke every day, you're a smoker. If you run every day, you're a runner. You're a healthy person. So, again, it's like, you know, we are what we do. So my, my, my point is, is I hope everyone listening out there can start to do healthier things, create healthier habits. And with that, your identity will start to shift. And that's really where the brain starts creating new grooves. Right. So what you're saying is it happens naturally over time if you keep doing the repetitive patterns that are positive. Absolutely. And, and it also helps emotionally, like in terms of how you see yourself, you know, if you have negative self-talk and you know, oh, I'm such a failure, I can't seem to quit smoking, or I can't seem to start exercising, I'm lazy, I'm this and that, right? All of that is our self-talk. In my book, The Rewired Life, the first chapter is our thoughts because of this. You know, I want people to explore their thoughts and be aware of of how your thoughts keep us sometimes stuck, or they allow us to to, to, flourish and thrive. Right. How did you get into this, Erica? Was this a personal experience or did you, you were always just interested in addiction and recovery? How did this all evolve? It was, yeah, no, absolutely personal. Um, I, I stopped drinking myself um, 14 years ago, almost, yeah, 14 and a half, almost. Um, and, you know, my mid-20s and, and really started to change my life. I, I mean, the drinking was definitely an issue 
from college, I think. I started to, you know, drink more in college. And then after, you know, it continued and it became really destructive in my life and, and, and led me off my path on every level. And so, you know, I found recovery myself um, and created my own kind of treatment plan um, with exercise and eating right and, and really clear boundaries I had, time management. I put myself on such a schedule um, and really cleaned out my life in terms of like health, unhealthy people, toxic relationships, um, you know, and that, and then, then I got my degree from UCLA and um, to become an addiction um, counselor and got my degree from there and then started working at every a couple of treatment centers in Los Angeles and then had private practice. And um, I was a literature major from an undergraduate. And so I was always a writer. I, I, I adored writing since I was like, you know, five years old. I had journals and journals my whole life. Uh, and, and so those two things kind of came together, um, you know, five or six years after I got into recovery. And I, I wrote my first book, Rewired. Which is really wonderful. And and the first module, the one you talked about, our thoughts, is so important because, as you said, you can be out there presenting well and smiling and everything looks great on the outside, but what counts is what you're telling yourself on the inside, correct? Yes, correct. Um, You know, a mask is easy to put on. You know, we could put on a mask, and, and most of us have been conditioned to put on masks since we were very young, you know, for me, my parents divorced when I was seven years old. And I remember being an oldest child and everybody was like, Oh, she's so happy. She said this and that. And I really wasn't happy at the time. I was very upset that they were getting divorced. And it was a very depressing time for me as a child. I remember, but yet I put on a mask then at seven years old and knew how to do that. And successfully did that for a long time. And I think that's where, why it got me where I, you know, I landed actually is because I always, pretended to be okay when I really wasn't inside and, and I didn't know how to, you know, feel, feel my feelings and, and being able to express myself emotionally. So yeah, I, I think a lot of us can relate to that where we, we say, Oh, everything's great. You know, someone asks you how you are. Oh, everything's great, but really it's not. Um, so again, you have to be responsible for yourself and you have to begin to be honest and transparent with others and, um, honor yourself and, and, and it's okay if things aren't okay you know you don't have right. to put on an act and a mask for people right. and I think that ties into the next four things which is all about understanding ourselves and being able to do that through self-care nutrition exercise and sleep talk about those personal habits um, exercise sleep and eating correctly uh, is everything. It's the foundation, you know. I mean, we really don't realize how important sleep is. You know, I talk about this in my book. I have a whole chapter on sleep. But, you know, sleep sleep helps our brains recover every single night. Um, You know, exercising, moving our bodies, getting our blood flowing, creating, you know, uh, natural chemical releases in our brains that only, only could be, you know, really brought on by exercise. And then that's like walking every day, movement of any kind, and then eating adequately, you know, eating a good amount of food and and the right kinds of food. And that's why there's the whole chapter um, of nutrition in my book as well. So those are like the the three things that we, it's easy to kind of start to reset. Or I think those are the first things people should focus on when it comes to self-care. And then that way, you know, you're proud of yourself. You get into a good routine. I, I guarantee you'll feel much better. Absolutely. What about self-care in general? I mean, we talked about, as you said, exercise and nutrition and sleep. But what about general self-care, right? Um, understanding, you know, how to take care of our minds and take care of our bodies. So is sort of self-care the umbrella for all of it? Yes. Yes, for sure. It is the umbrella for all of it. Um yeah, the mind, the body, the spirit. You know, uh, again, I do a I do a self care workshop for for corporate in, in a corporate for corporate companies, really corporate events. Um, I did one for Salesforce, which is a big tech company, biggest out there. Um, I, I did a self care workshop for their employees um, on self care, and and it was really interesting to see you know everyday working people um, so out of balance. You know, they didn't understand that they were catastrophizing and that they, you know, had a bunch of things going on in their thoughts. They weren't 
exercising well. They weren't taking care of their bodies. They were getting very little sleep because they were working so hard. So again, yeah, I think it's the umbrella for, for all of it. Yeah, absolutely. And let's talk about the next one, which is communication. That's challenging because we often say, well, that's easy. We just talk to people. But it's how we talk. It's, it's learning how to express your feelings and being courageous enough to express your feelings in a way that honors the other person. That isn't always so easy. Talk about that, Erica. Yeah, I mean, well, when you, you know, in relationships you're talking about, yeah, I think communication in general, work or work yeah. or personal. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, honoring yourself by speaking your truth is the most important. And I think so many times people hold back for fears, fear of being, you know, rejected, fear of being judged, fear of being abandoned by speaking up, you know, and we stay small and we don't express ourselves and then we wind up, you know, um, acting out acting out in ways that may not be healthy for us, like drinking because right. you're not happy in a relationship, right? Or acting out at work, being, having resentments towards your boss, so you give them an attitude. Anytime we're not communicating truthfully, we are going to suffer for that. And that is a dis- that is, this is the way we dishonor ourselves. Yes. Um, so, in terms of relationships, so. you know, not, not speaking up and, and, you know, expressing your emotional needs, that is also dishonoring the relationship. So, yeah, for sure. All right, we're gonna, communication is key. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as we go on to our next segment. We're going to take a break. My guest is Erica Spiegelman. She's an author, recovery and wellness specialist, and motivational speaker who works with individuals, couples, and families on personal growth and overall wellness. Erica is a California State Certified Drug and Alcohol Counselor. And she's a regular contributor to online health outlets, and she also writes for Maria Shriver, and she has co-host. Oh, she's hosted Rewired. She hosts Rewired Radio on Radio MD, and you can log on to EricaSpiegelman.com. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the modules of how do we help ourselves, um, you know, to be the best we can be. And to reprogram our brains, and what are some of the behaviors and things we need to do so we can overcome the dependencies and the addictions that we have. So we'll be talking about values and technology and balance and love and many more things. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you looking for a fun yet informative program about health care for your pet? Check out Awesome Woo Woo Holistic Vet Advice with Dr. Jim and Kristen Carlson. They look into natural health alternatives for ourselves, so why not our pets? This program provides the most up-to-date, accurate, and innovative information about traditional and holistic veterinary medicine. You'll find a ton of answers regarding your pet's health every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everybody. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We're in our 18th year, which is very exciting, and uh, it's wonderful to have such amazing guests on each week that inspire and uplift us all. My guest is Erica Spiegelman. She is an author, recovery, and wellness specialist and motivational speaker. She works with couples and individuals and families on personal growth. Her new book is The Rewired. Well, she has The Rewired Workbook, Rewired Life Workbook, and also The Rewired Life, Creating a Better Life Through Self-Care and Emotional Awareness. Welcome back, Erica. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Yes, I know. It's a lot of rewiring in all my Yeah, my let's called, talk a little more. Called, I, I want to fill yeah, out a little yeah. more about communication because we talked about that. About but what? Yeah, that is not uh, always easy when you have to say the hard things to people you love or the hard things to people you work with. Sometimes we don't. We don't want to offend them. We don't want to lose our job. We don't want to lose the relationship. But if we harbor it, then it just, as you said, it brings up resentment and it comes out some other way. How do we handle this? Yeah. Well, we handle this by examining your fears around why you are not communicating, right? Yeah. So, again, I think we, we, a lot of us work subconsciously for years where we have patterns in the way that we communicate. We maybe learn this in our family of origin. Like, if you see your parents, I have a client, for instance, whose parents always told her, you know, um, don't tell anybody anything. Don't repeat things. You know, you, we, you know, everything's a secret. Keep everything to yourself. You know, don't speak up. You'll be judged if you tell them that. You know, she, this is what she heard growing up, and this was the mantra in her family. So as an adult now, she doesn't speak up in relationships. She's, everything is a secret. Uh, she's not honest about how she feels, um, you know, what her needs are. And so, again, we're working on this, and, and we're 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 making sense of it and for her to really change it to see how she learned this behavior. Okay. So again, start to be aware of, you know, why you communicate the way you do and what your fears are around it. And once we kind of identify our fears, like, Oh, you know, I, I spoke up once, let's say in a relationship in my teenage years and, and I told someone how I was feeling and that person, you know, left that person, you know, got, left the relationship because they didn't like what I said. Well, then you may have a fear you know, many years later that, you know, if you speak up, you're going to be abandoned. If you, if you ask for what you need, that person's going to reject you, you know? So again, first identify your fears and then realize that those fears aren't, they're, they're not real. You know, not everybody is going to reject you. Just the wrong person may reject you. Right. So again, I think that's a good place to start and you can do so in therapy. I think therapy is really important when it comes to people wanting to change their communication. I think that's true, and I think that's a common. I mean, I heard some of that growing up myself. You know, don't yeah. talk too much, be quiet, right. you know, don't yeah. tell people everything. I think that was right. common, particularly, you know, among among boomers, I think that was common. It could be common now, yeah. but I don't know if it's as common. But, um, yeah. but it is an issue because, uh, yeah. as you said, we're afraid that if we're transparent and authentic that, gee, you might not like me. Yeah. Exactly. You may not like me. I, I may be judged. Um, you know, um, I may look, be looked at as a nag. You know, I mean, my dad always would say this, you know, I mean, I love my father, but I'm going to call him out and just say it anyway. But he would always just say, and again, he's from a different generation, but he would say, you know, don't ever nag a man, you know, don't ever nag a man. Like that was kind of, <laughs> don't be a nag is kind of his thing. It's how I took it, right? He, he probably didn't mean mean it or mean to place that narrative in my head, but I, I definitely, as a woman in relationships, when I was younger, I, I, I didn't speak up because 
I didn't want to be a nag or I didn't want to seem like I have complaints yeah. or, you know, yeah. because my father told me that. And, and I, I know he loves me and wants me to be a healthy woman. And so I don't think he ever meant to plant those narratives, but he did. And, and so I had to really, for myself, reprogram myself in a sense yeah. with different language, with different self-talk and say, I, my needs, I can speak up. The right people will will embrace me if I speak up, will help me and, uh, you know, and be open to that. Yeah. I think so, you, you hit know, the these key. Are some examples. Well, the key yeah. is the reprogramming because those val- those mm-hmm. tapes are deep. And you know that, Eric. I mean, sometimes right. you have them, you know, your whole life. And you wake up Your one day life. and you say, why am I still running that program? Because it was so ingrained, right, as a child. Right. Yes, exactly, exactly. So that, that's where, you know, that's why I work books. I mean, along each book that I wrote has a workbook that goes with it for that exact reason, is to help people reprogram and answer questions and start to see how they can create different language in their right. own narrative. Let's talk about time management. How does that fit in? Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, time management is, is extremely important um, in terms of your routine. Time management is important. Having boundaries, time management is important. Um, not procrastinating. You know, I can't even tell you how many people I talk to, Patricia, um, on a monthly basis, whether that's at my workshops or my clients, that have an issue with procrastination whether that's from laundry or taking the trip of their lifetime they've wanted to take or taking time off work or having a conversation that they have not had with their partner for seven years recently, as somebody told me, that they've wanted to say something in a relationship for seven years. You know, so all these things come, come back to time management and how we value our time from day to day. We only get 24 hours a day. And how are you using that time? Are you using it for self-care? Are you using it to take care of your emotional needs? What can we do to help ourselves um, in terms of time? And that always applies to our energy, where we're putting our energy, how we are feeling depleted, if we are feeling more depleted. Um, So, again, you know, managing your time and being conscientious of it is very important. Yeah, one of the things that, that I have done that's been helpful to me is I can get distracted. So I'm doing something, and then I move over and I do something else. And I now have this voice in my head that will say, do you need to do that now? You know you're on a time schedule. So it's like it's like I have this little voice that talks to me. Like, why are you doing that now? You can do that later. You don't need to. You're, you've got to be somewhere. So I, I sometimes, you know, and but it helps me. It does help me yeah. because I, I then get to see and I get to talk to myself and say, yeah, I guess I just get distracted because I want to do the other thing, but that's not serving me. Right. So, right, right, so that's right, been helpful. Right. So let's look at the next one. So the next module after time management is values. That drives everything, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Your values drive your actions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the best exercise for people to do is write down your top three values. So in my book, The Rewired Life, um, you know, I give, I give a whole list of values so that people, you know, they're like, what, what do you mean by values? Well, what do you value most in life? Some people value power. Some people value money. Some people value love. Um, some people value their health. Um, people value independence. Um, you know, and so anyway, there's a whole list of them. You're, and I say, you know, pick your top 10, but pick your top three and just, and see how, you know, are you living a congruent life? Like if, if yeah. I value authenticity, so for me, my favorite value is authenticity, living an authentic life. So for me, that's my North star, that word. And I look at my job and, and I ask myself, am I doing something that feels authentic? Am I, am, am I, you know, connected to my work in an authentic way in my relationships. Do I feel like I can be authentic? Right. So again, that word has helped me kind of guide me along my path. Um, so I think knowing what your values are and making sure that you're living and honoring those values and that the people in your life are is, is a good way to assess whether you need to make some changes or not. Yeah. And here are some other ones. These are mine. Um, freedom. Yeah. Creativity. Great. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, beauty. Having beauty in your mm-hmm. life, um, mm-hmm. safety and comfort, you know, mm-hmm. those, those I think are, um, Love you know, that. Inter- all of those I think are also values as well. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Yeah. I love those. Those are great. Yeah. And I love when people, you know, can identify with them because, I mean, even you just saying them right now, I get to know you a little bit better, you know? (laughs) I think it's nice to share with people that you meet. Yeah. and, And an example of that would be. Right. For someone like me who's highly creative and needs freedom mm-hmm. and space, you know, if you put me in something that's too constrained and structured with no, right. um, you know, like a bean counter kind of thing, I would go crazy because it's right. too it's too mechanical. It's too much by rote for me. For someone else, right. creativity is too much of a stretch and too much freedom. They don't know what to do. So it really, mm-hmm. as you said, it does really move around your values. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand, and I think that that's great that you know that about yourself. And, and like, for anyone listening out there, they could do the same kind of exercise and be like, oh, my gosh, I can't. This is why I'm unhappy at this job. You exactly. Know? Or this is why I feel stuck in my life, you know? You have to look at the action, and then what's the value around that action? Absolutely. Right. All right, we're going to take yeah. another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about technology and how does that play into our lives in terms of you know leading the best life that we can and and a wellness life we'll also talk about balance and love and so my guest is erica spiegelman and she is an author recovery and wellness specialist and motivational speaker she works with couples and individuals and families on personal growth she's the author of several books Uh, The Rewired Life, Creating a Better Life Through Self-Care and Emotional Awareness. And then here's another book, Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery. We'll talk more about that. And then she has the Rewired Life Workbook, A Manual for Wellness. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Alexa, smart speakers and connected devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here Podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Bravehearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. What are the labels that identify us? Who are we and how do we figure out our place in the world? Do we own our narrative? If you were to create your biography today, what would it say about you? Listen for Dropping In with host Diane Dewey, the author of the award-winning memoir, Fixing the Fates. Diane and her guests will give their version of finding themselves. Find out about your authenticity by dropping in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And we are talking with Erica Spiegelman. And Erica Spiegelman is an author, and she's a recovery specialist and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, 
Her books are, she has several books. She's also been the host of a podcast called Rewired Radio. She has the book Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery, the Rewired Workbook, and then another book that she has that we're talking about today is The Rewired Life, Creating a Better Life Through Self-Care and Emotional Awareness. And in the workbook, Erica writes about 12 modules for self-care and happiness and, you know, really integrating everything. And so the next one, Erica, is technology. And that's a double edge, right? Because in some ways it has, oh, I mean, it's enhanced my life so much. But again, it's like food. It's a necessity if you use it right. You overuse food, you're in trouble, right? Same thing with money. It's a wonderful tool. You overuse it, overspend, you're in trouble. Same thing with technology. It's a fabulous tool. But if you become addicted to it, then you have a problem. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, this day and age, everything is, is coming down to technology. I mean, I have a lot of clients, too, that, you know, um, are addicted to these apps on their phones. They find themselves, which are called now black holes, um, it, it, you know, where people, like, literally get on, you know, let's say Facebook, and before they know it, they look up and it's been an hour. Like, when we talked about time management, this is what the problem is. Is like, okay, I just wasted an hour scrolling through Instagram or I just wasted an hour on a dating app. Um, this generation, I mean, I think everything is on our phones these days. And so, again, people are spending so much time. Um, they're not connecting with people organically. No one's meeting in person anymore. Um, I think it's very isolating this day and age, uh, uh, what's going on, you know, uh, as a socially, you know, and how people are actually feeling disconnected more than connected because of technology. So that's, that's very important. Any tips for people? What would be some of your tips? Um, you know, again, join a group or something that, that connects you live with people. Go on a, you know, get join a hiking, running cluster. Um, go to some networking events. Um, make sure that you put, you know, on our phones, there, there's actually a way to limit um, the time on certain apps. So you can put a 15-minute mm. time limit on uh, any of the apps these days, and then your phone will say, you know, 15 minutes is up, we're timing you out, and it shuts the app down. So, you know, you can't look through Facebook anymore, let's say. Um, that's been very helpful. Or, or just, you know, try and have boundaries yourself, like set a timer. Okay, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to look around the Internet and look at, you know, use bicycles for an hour or an hour, I'm sorry, for 15 minutes and not a whole hour, you know, set your timer. So, again, it's just being more aware and mindful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's the awareness, isn't it? It's what it comes down to. It is. It is. All right. And so let's talk about balance, you know, balancing all of this. You write a whole module on that, balancing, right? Work-life balance, balancing your life. What would you say there? Well, balance is everything, you know. I I feel like, you know, balance is something that you don't just, you know, you don't just arrive at and you stay stay there. You know, balance ebbs and flows in life. Like we we feel, let's say, well-rested one night. Like last night I got a a somewhat good night's sleep with two two kids under, you know, I have a one-year-old and and a seven-week-old, so (laughs) not even under two. They're, They're both they've only been around for a little bit, you know, and so no one's sleeping in my house, but I feel I got some sleep last night, so balanced today, but tomorrow I probably won't feel balanced because I'm sure I'm not going to get a good night's sleep again. So again, it ebbs and flows. It's something we have to know. How do I, you know, and, and again, I feel more sleep deprived these days. How do I balance myself out? I try and have a non-negotiable of walking every day to help get fresh air at night so I could probably, you know, feel better. I try to eat healthier because I know I'm going to be lacking in one, you know, one area of my self-care. Again, it's just, it's understanding like, you know, what you're going through in life. Like, again, life ebbs and flows. We go through chapters of life. So where you're at, what you need at that point in your life and make sure that you have yourself on a good schedule. Yeah, very important. And the next one, my favorite, is love. And we're in the love month of February. What about love? Where does love where does love fit in here? Isn't that sort of like uh, what the glue of everything? You know, when it permeates it down, it yeah. really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, love is love is everything. Self love is the most important. Again, when I talk about fem- the things that the foundation of, of living a healthy life, love is there. Self love is is the key. If, if I don't love myself and I'm not my own cheerleader, no one else will be. If I can't, you know, be self compassionate and and love myself, I can't really love others to a certain degree. So, so again, it's connected. Um, 
being, you know, being in a loving relationship with someone, whether that's a friend or a partner or a family member, having those love relationships help us feel connected, help us feel understood, help us feel seen, um, you know, and, and again, love really is what makes the world go round, as it sounds, but, you know, having love for strangers and being compassionate to other people's experiences is very important. And as you said, you know, part of loving yourself is not abusing yourself. And many times when you turn around and you say, gee, look what I'm doing. I'm over drinking, overeating. I'm in this relationship where, you know, there's abuse here. Um, That's when you have to really look at, well, why did I allow that in? Right. That's the hard look at yourself. Right, Erica, that you really have to examine. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think. I think taking a look at yourself is, is, is the most important thing. I mean, you know, uh, I, again, someone asked me, I was writing an article for uh, Maria Schreiber, an ed- editor, you know, editor of, of, of uh, that, who's editing the article said to me, it's great, you know, you're writing about yourself. And I think it was like something about how I became an author. And I was writing about myself. And, and then he said, but what are your flaws? Like, you know, you don't write anything. What are your flaws? What are the negative things about yourself? And I was like, flaws? Huh. What are my flaws? You know, and I took a hike that day. And I really started thinking, oh, well, I'm impatient with my brother. Um, I would like to be more disciplined in this area. You know, so again, it's like self-reflection is very important. And, uh, you know, knowing that we're multifaceted people like we don't always have to again put the mask on and present happy great you know human being all the time but we want to be human you know and we want to be relatable so so important you have something here i'd like you to explain to our listeners and that is cognitive distortions what does that mean erica cognitive distortions is (laughs) cognitive meaning our mind right our minds um our brains our head um and distorted so distorted thoughts, really. It's, it's, it's what are the distorted thoughts in your head? Um, and when I say that, I don't mean like you know, um, you know, you have give violent us an ex- thoughts. Give us an it. example. This is an, an everyday thing. So a distorted, a, a cognitive distortion, it would be catastrophe, like catastrophizing, a catastrophe all the time. Like, right. so I call it catastrophizing, and it's like you know, people that you know, they, they already assume like the worst case scenario out of something that hasn't happened yet. Like, Oh my God, I'm not, they have a job interview. I'm not going to get the job or they have a date. This person's not going to like me. I already know because I didn't sleep well last night. My eyes are puffy and I have a pimple on my face. Right. Because it's catastrophizing. And and this is a a, a cognitive thing that goes on for a lot of people. And we don't even realize it. It's like almost, it's almost subconscious. And it's something again, that's so pattern, Patricia, like we've been talking about these old narratives. Again, another one is personalizing a cognitive. Dis- so we personalize everything. We don't even realize we're doing it. You know, Sally walks by me at, at, at the office the other day, let's say, and she gives she gives me a, a kind of a weird look, and I and I go back to my office, and I'm like, God, she just gave me a dirty look. I wonder why she's mad at me. I wonder why yeah. should I do something. Meanwhile, we don't know that Sally just got in a fight with her husband that morning, and she's not in a exactly. great mood. Has nothing to right. do with me. You know. I think a lot of us do this. So that's another cognitive distortion. One more I'll give you is the, sh- the should. That, you know, I should have done that. I should have done this. If I had done this, I, I would have done better. I should do this. Um, I should have gotten a job. I should have gotten a different degree. I should have gotten married by now. I should have had babies by now, right? Again, w- we can't keep doing that to ourselves. And, in, and if these kinds of thoughts, like the catastrophizing, the shoulds, the personalizing happen all day long, it's going to make us anxious, a- anxious and stressed out people. Mm-hmm. Right. So important. All right. And then the last one, we have a few minutes, about three minutes, is our strength. Mm -hmm. And this is being assertive. This is knowing how to use I statements instead of you statements, meaning it's how I feel, not blaming the person. It's learning how to say no. And it's uh, Mm -hmm. rehearsing what you say. Right. And this is all part of communication. Correct. Your strength. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Is this our strength? You know, that's, Everything you you just said, it's learning how to own, you know, own who you are and be brave and have the courage to ask for things, have the courage to communicate Um, and understand that, you know, the more that we can, more that we can stand in our truth and stand in, in our inner strength, we will be, you know, respected and we will be happier for that. 
That's right. And it's learning, as you said, how to stand up and, you know, how to express yourself in a way that honors the other person as well, but also doesn't compromise you. So that's that's part of it, too. All right, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, Eric is going to talk about how we apply all of this to addiction and recovery. She's an addiction expert. She's made an indelible mark in the field of addiction recovery as a consultant and author and motivational speaker. And she founded a multimedia health and wellness platform and provides counseling and consulting to those looking for mental freedom, emotional freedom, and physical freedom. She holds a bachelor's degree in literature from the University of Arizona and a degree as a California State Certified Drug and Alcohol Counselor from UCLA, uh, from University of California, Los Angeles. And when we come back, as I said, Erica is going to talk about really how do you rewire everything, right, and really have a wellness model but how do we apply that to addiction and recovery? And you can log on to her website, which is ericaspiegelman.com, S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N.com. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests, which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune in to All Rise, the Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning into the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. We are talking to Erica Spiegelman, and she is has led uh, made an indelible mark in the field of addiction recovery. She's a counselor and consultant and motivational speaker, and she helps people really live their best lives. She's written several books. One is called The Rewired Life, Creating a Better Life Through Self-Care and Emotional Awareness. Then The Rewired Workbook, which is a manual for wellness. And then this book, which we're going to talk about now, is called Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery. And she uh, has a degree from California State Certified Drug and Alcohol Counselor, Counseling from the University of California in L.A. 
and a bachelor's degree in literature from University of Arizona. So she's really studied drug, drug and alcohol counseling and works with a lot of people. All right. So, Erica, let's start talking about this. How do you apply everything you've talked about, particularly with addiction and recovery? And I'm talking about using the authentic authenticity and honesty and love and time management and self-care and all the things we talked about. Yeah. How do we tie it all together? Yeah. Well, you know, I think they're all interrelated. I, I, you know, I think, um, again, when we talk about balance, like, you know, to, to be a balanced human being, we have to take a look at where, um, you know, we're off balance. So I always ask myself, like, if I'm feeling a little strange one day, I'm like, you know, is it something I'm not saying in terms of my relationships? Is it something, you know, that I haven't been doing physically, not getting enough sleep, not exercising? Um, do I not feel like I'm giving myself enough self-love and compassion? What's going on in my head and my thoughts? You know, all, all the things we talked about, it's just, we're all connected. Like, everything's connected in my body, mind, body, spirit. So if my body's off in one way, my you know, my emotional state of being is going to be affected by that and, and vice versa, you know. So it's just, it's about everybody kind of being aware now that, that we have, you know, we're multifaceted and we have all these different things going on um, in our hearts and our minds and to just, just to be more mindful of that. So important. Let's talk about something that is in this book. Two things that I want to stress. That is gratitude and compassion. How important yeah. is gratitude? The most important. You know, when people ask me, well, I don't know what a spiritual practice is or what is my spirituality. Well, I just say be grateful. You know, I mean, you, you know, spirituality could be prayer. Spirituality could be religion. Spirituality could be going out into the mountains and taking a hike, being connected to nature. But, you know, gratitude for me was important when I, you know, um, when I started leading a healthier life, I I would take runs in the morning, and at the end of my run, I would, you know, stop my music, and I had, like, I knew about, you know, a couple, five minutes left of the run, and I would really just start getting into my heart and my head and, and just going over what I was grateful for that day. And it was always, you know, my my family, my health, my sobriety, my my strength that now I could be a runner like this, that I was a healthy woman, you know, all the things I remember I was really grateful for when I started changing my life and I felt it deep in my core and my soul. And, and it, it really, to me was a spiritual practice. Um, I think anybody could do this, you know, every day you could get up in the morning, create a routine and just go over in your head, three things you're grateful for, or write it in a journal. There's gratitude journals out there. Um, just to be aware of your blessings, you know, when we're aware of our blessings and we're not focusing on the negative. And also, doesn't that bring you more blessings? It does. Absolutely. It does. What about compassion? I, when I think of compassion, I think of the word non-judgment. I think we're always uh-huh. very quick to judge. Compassion means yeah. that you kind of get underneath mm-hmm. that. You get, I'm sorry, what did you say? You get underneath that, uh, underneath that yeah. judgment when you have compassion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, seeing like walking in other people's shoes is very important. Um, realizing that, you know, again, when we talked about communication, we're all in this together. You know, we, everybody, no matter your, your race, your, your, your place of birth, your age, uh, your gender, we all are experiencing the same things in life. And so, again, to be compassionate to, to other human beings, to help others, um, to be more, most importantly compassionate to yourself, you know, I think we're so hard on ourselves and we're really in a culture of, you know, go, 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 go. Busyness is, is success. Um, what we have is, is what, what people look at, you know, and that's a bunch of nonsense. We have to begin to be more self-compassionate to connect with our values and what, what we, you know, what we, what we want out of our lives and, um, you know, just be easy on yourself. You have to love yourself to get by in this world. And, and yes. there's a great book by Teek Nhat Hanh called You Are Here. And it's about yeah. self-compassion and love and, and mindfulness, most importantly. And it really helped me um, learn what compassion was really all about. Mm-hmm. 
You know, Eric, I want to go back to something you talked about in the very beginning, particularly around addiction and recovery. And what you talked about was how important it is that we take, we rewire our brain by creating healthy habits and sticking to them to the point that they become a habit. And as they become a habit, then the other things fall off. And I mean, uh, an example of that is, let's say you ate a lot of sugar, right? And you're addicted to sugar. So this would be an example. Tell me if if I'm on the right track here. So now Mm -hmm. you say, okay, I'm going to get off of sugar for two weeks. So for two weeks, you don't eat eat very little sugar or none, right? Now you go back on Mm -hmm. two weeks later and you can't take it in the same way. It's too strong. You don't feel good. You get a headache. So so it's harder to go back when you've gone off and you've established that habit. What do you think? Yes. I agree with you completely. I, I completely agree. I, I, it's, again, even with, when it comes to drinking, you know, once people get sober and they stop drinking and they relapse or they go have a drink and they, and they realize, you know, I don't like this. I like this made me feel horrible. I don't know why I just did that, you know. And I, sometimes after the first time people relapse, they go back and they stay, you know, they stay on the healthy path after that because again like what you said it's like I've already changed my life I've, I've already changed the way I, I view myself how you know when they fall off kind of they they get to see really what you know and, and it gives a exactly. contrast right to what how far to help gone. you right when you have those good habits all right we're about to close so what would be your closing message what do you want to leave our listeners with Erica well I I hope that everybody you know knows that hope is possible. Like, you know, that, that there is hope for everybody, like anybody that's out there saying, you know, well, not me, you know, I can't, I can't change my life or I can't lose weight or I can't get out of this relationship. I'm stuck. That is nonsense. I want to tell them that. And, and that there's hope to change at any of any of us could change in a minute if we decide to, um, and, and know that we have choices, feel empowered in your life. Know that you, you can make choices that will help you live and thrive and, and enjoy your life. And again, you know, just be grateful. Start with that. I think gratitude is a great place to start. Thank you so much. Tell people how they can get your book and website and workshops and all of yeah. that. Yes. Well, you can go to ericaspiegelman.com. That's E-R-I-C-A-S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N.com. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, all of my books are on Amazon um, and barnesandnoble.com. Um, and, and most any bookstore out there, you can go in and, and ask them for it or they'll order it for you if they don't have it. So Rewired is my first book, um, Geared Towards Recovery. Then there's The Rewired Life, which is for anybody that wants to, you know, increase their self-care and live a life of wellness um, and, you know, creating better habits. Thank you so much for being on the program, Erica. It was great. And people can... Thank you for uh, you having me. Website. Great and they can and they can write to you on the website. Yes, they can write to me on the website. Um, you know, my my email is Erica at ericaspiegelman dot com. So again, okay. if you want to email me, I, I encourage people to directly you know reach out. I do sessions with clients. I have a private practice, so um, I could you know if people are looking for a new kind of therapy or counseling, um, I'm open to do that as well. Thank you so much. Thanks. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. You can like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, or you can write to me so you can get my monthly newsletter, which comes out the first of every month and tells you about all the wonderful guests I have on Voice America. And that would be Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.